Hey guys, if you like the Tech Tech-Pedition podcast, you might also like discussing who. Kyle Jones, Lee Shackelford, and I discuss the worlds of science fiction, comic books, and Doctor Who. Discussing Who features interviews, news, reviews, and more. Who or what will we be discussing next? Check us out at discussingwho.com. Welcome to the Techpedition Podcast for the week of May 22nd. Uh, I have my good brother Clarence here with me. Clarence, how's it going? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Good. How was the Geek Fest? Oh, man. It was great. But before I talk about the Geek Fest, hey, guys, that music you heard up top was a score for uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. And uh, it was just a little teaser that was released on Twitter by the composer Michael Giacchino and yeah yeah I hope you guys like that and we'll be talking some more Spider-Man news in just a bit but uh Southern Geek Fest yeah man so uh it's funny in the past in the course of uh the last 30 days I've been to my first two cons ever and yeah so Southern Geek Fest in Hattiesburg Mississippi it was it was good Better than I expected to be, quite honestly. <laughs> um, you know, we were previously slated to do a panel there, but, uh, I think one of the buildings got, um, they weren't able to get one of the buildings they were supposed to get. So. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah. You know, it's fine, but it was a bit, it was a bit, um, less organized than who Lana was a few weeks back. <laughs> um, so, but, but that, that being said, um, it was a lot of fun things to see and do there. Uh, one of the, one of the fun things about it, the whole geek screw was there. So, uh, uh, there was, uh, Sergio and, uh, Robert from, uh, Reality Breach. We had Q and Mark from, uh, Dice Junkies. And of course it was, uh, me and Cal from Discussing Who and me representing, uh, Techpedition. So <laughs> we had most of the, uh, the crew there and um everybody were was organized and doing their things to get content for their different properties <laughs> in a lot of ways i feel like uh we were uh we as in discussing who were the the least prepared out of everybody else because uh, man sergio came with his uh his recording equipment to do live um recordings and and mark and had their camera going and yeah so i think collectively we did a lot of good and talked to a lot of people and made a lot of connections so all in all um i think it was good and that was the purpose of, of going down there so i enjoyed it Good deal, man. Good to see the Grits crew getting together. Sorry I couldn't be there. I'm a couple states away, but, uh, I watched a live video. I really enjoyed seeing you guys, you know, interact with each other. Everybody seems to have a good vibe together. So yeah, it'd be awesome. Be awesome if we could do like one huge cast. I know it might get a little chaotic, but (laughs) it'd be cool. It'd be cool to have everybody on one thing, I guess. 
Yeah, we're gelling. We're gelling like Voltron or or a Power Ranger Zord or whatever. Any of one the thing I, Japanese things. <laughs> yeah, one thing I thought about is like maybe once a month if we can't get everybody on, maybe have like one per one member maybe from Zoom. each group yeah. to get together and do something or just talk about what everybody's working on or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the plan at some point once we get, you know, uh, get the kinks worked out of, of getting everything started and kind of getting in the flow of going to events and doing uh, group coverage and, uh, again, getting our name out there. Uh, that's definitely something that's on the roadmap. So, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Awesome. Good job, guys. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> cool beans. All right. So, <coughs> excuse me. I guess we'll hop right into the news. Uh, we had quite a bit of comic book slash movie slash video game news. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. So, uh, you want to take the first one? Or? Yeah, yeah, I'll go right ahead. So we learned, uh, I guess it was in the past week or two that, uh, Tom Hardy is going to be playing Venom in the upcoming, uh, movie for Sony Studios. Um, yeah, when I instantly heard the name, I thought that this was the perfect pick. To play Venom, yes. um, maybe even more so than Burn. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, um, and, and it's going to be exciting to see him play uh, Venom. I don't know where they're going to go with the story exactly. That's kind of my biggest question mark here. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, first off, I just want to say before I get into that, that I had no idea that he was uh, Bane. <laughs> Wait, he is Bane, right? Yeah, he was Bane. Okay, you know, okay. um, Dark, not Dark Knight, the other movie, the third one, yeah, whatever it's called. I can't even remember what it's. That's horrible. But yeah, he was Bane. <laughs> um, as far as him being Tom Hardy, I, I, I mean, I, I'm not Tom Hardy, Brock. I, I think it was a good choice. Uh, I feel like he can definitely pull it off. Uh, I don't know if I really have any reservations other than the fact that Marvel's not doing it. But other than that, I mean, I think it could be a good thing. Yeah, so, uh, I, I guess when they initially inked the deal for the, uh, this Spider-Man crossover slash Iron Man, um, partnerships with, with Sony and, and, uh, and Disney, uh, it was just supposed to be for Spider-Man, which, you know, I think if they can do Venom in a way to where it, it doesn't really have to call out the MCU, but as long as it doesn't destroy anything that's, formed by that that crossover you know what i'm saying kind of just sitting in yeah. his own little world and not really uh influence or be a part of the bigger picture i think it could be interesting um that being said i think we kind of talked previously about you know where we thought the story might go with venom but yeah i mean yeah seeing it yeah seeing as how it's coming out next year i guess they're not going to do the whole spider-man comes back from the infinity war with the symbiote thing because yeah. yeah, that movie. That movie doesn't come out to what? To, does it come out next year? Uh, I think it does actually. Um, I think the first one might come out late next year, but I'm not a hundred percent sure oh. on that. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess they can still do this. Uh, one thing I saw interesting on the internet is uh, a lot of people were clamoring for the guy who played Rorschach in the Watchmen <laughs> movies to be uh, Carnage, which oh. I, I think he he would be a great choice for Carnage. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, I, th- I think they have a uh, so many directions they can go with him that they don't really even need Spider Man in the movie. They can kind of do like do it like have some flashbacks of him and Spider Man, like you know, origin just briefly at the beginning, and then kind of have him doing his own thing. 
Yeah, you know, that was one of my biggest questions, though. Um, if if they're, in fact, going for a rated R audience, you know, would we even see Spider-Man at all? And B, can a movie with devout Spider-Man in that universe hold up in the box office? Um, we'll just have to wait and see. I don't know if it can, actually. Yeah. I think if they have no handoff with, with Spider-Man at all, I think that's a huge mistake. But at the same time... I don't know. The Deadpool movies kind of opened a lot of doors, so I guess it really just depends on where they're going to go with it. They have to have some of the mutants in in the movie, though, or superhero. You know, they yeah. got to have somebody in the movie. So, yeah, I'm you, just interested to see which direction they're going to take it. Yeah, definitely. If it's part of Sony's universe, there needs to be some connective tissue. So, you know, if if we don't see some of the school, well, Tom Hardy. Wait, what? Didn't wasn't Eddie Brock like? No, I'm thinking of Flash. My bad. <laughs> I, was, I thought he was the age of uh of. of no, nah, he's he's older. He was a photographer. Yeah. Um, they were kind of like rivals, I think. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think they were necessarily the same age. Yeah, I'm thinking of Flash definitely. Um, but yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, uh, Tom Holland, the actor who do- is playing Spider-Man in upcoming Homecoming, and also was in the Avengers movie. Um, he is going to be playing. Uh, the coveted, uh, Nathan Drake. Uh, what? Yes. <laughs> Isn't he a little young to be playing Nathan Drake? Well, I believe the deal is that they're doing prequels. They're doing prequels to the no, game. No, no. You know no, what? You know no, what? I think no. it could work, man. I think it could work. Um, the fact, oh that, my. the fact that it's a prequel to a game, I think kind of gives it a little more leeway. To kind of do its own thing and start something that could go on for years and years. Um, you know, I think, I think it worked, man. I really think it could work just because we don't have any movie material that's out there already. Now, uh, all that being said, I'm not a diehard, uh, Uncharted fan have only played it like at a demo in the store. So, uh, maybe, you know, I, I don't have the uh, experience to be saying what I'm saying. I, I guess Nathan Fillion was busy. Oh, was he was filming so another good. movie. Like, why? Why? Nathan Fillion's like, getting old, though, man. He's like, yeah, he's getting up yeah. there. I guess, but it, I just, I don't, uh, I don't like this at all. But it's, it's not only that, it's like kind of that video game movies kind of worry me. And I mean, even with the Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed movie, they kind of made it with the um, the sense that they're going to make a bunch of them, that it would be, you know, this grandiose thing. Uh, I think I think even the same <laughs> thing with Chesty Jake back in the day. And oh, they God. just come Prince out and they flop and it's just, you know, you never hear of it, of it again until the next franchise tries <sighs> to do the same thing. Like, my whole thing with this is, okay, I get that they're trying to do something new and interesting, but to me, like, part of Drake's appeal is that he's, like, this grizzled vet, you know, like, you know, it would be like them making a a teenage James Bond movie. Like, I just, I have no interest in watching that at all. Or dare I say, a young Indiana Jones? Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Like, like 70, I would say 70% of Drake's appeal is because he's an older, like, grizzled expert at what he does. I just, I don't know. Like, I would be interested to see Sergio's take on this. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm not really, I just, I don't, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely need to hear the take from a diehard uncharted person. Cause, cause, you know, on the face of it, it, it does seem very, very weird. But I think the last game maybe had, have had some flashbacks in it. So I think that's what they're kind of basing the jumping off point from. But again, to your point, Nathan Fillion. 
That's that's enough said. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> so yeah, what we got next on here? Um, I'll do, I'll do one. Sure, go ahead. Man. Oh yeah, I read this. Um, so Zack Snyder is out of the Justice League. Uh, his twenty-year-old daughter apparently committed suicide back in, in March. Mar- yeah, yeah, in March, and um, he stepped down. Joss Whedon has stepped in, which is very interesting, don't you think? Yeah, man, it's so funny because um, I really. You know, I really feel bad for Snyder, uh, uh, Zack Snyder. And I've been ragging on him like the past month. Man. Yeah. <laughs> really, really <laughs> bad. Have. And I had no idea this happened. So I, I'm just, you know, I feel really, really bad. And you yeah, know, any, anytime there's a, like a family tragedy to a superstar, you know, it happens to everybody, but you know, especially somebody that's in the limelight like that. And not only that, he's had like a movie that just got, lambasted you know just really did not get a good response and people have been ragging on the movie for so long ever since it came out and on top of that batman v superman yes yes yeah (laughs) and 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 this happens to his daughter and and i i don't know if the news was out there because i i'd had no idea and yeah me either and and he tried apparently he tried to come back on and tried to Work for another two to three weeks. His wife is also a producer on the movie, I believe. And he just couldn't take it, man. He kind of dropped out. Um, that's very sad, but, but dot, dot, dot. It's, uh, it's kind of cool to have Josh Reed know well, it. <laughs> well, see, it depends. Like, like I have two questions. One, how far along are they on this movie? It like, comes out in even... August. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, he's, yeah. Like that, uh, I mean, I'm glad Josh has stepped in, but I don't, I don't think he's gonna really be able to put his stamp on this movie. Um, I feel like at this point, he's probably just gonna take Snyder's vision and run with it because it's just too late in the development cycle for him to actually, you know, yeah, put the weedonisms in, like the interesting conversations and like the character, you know, yeah. like that's, to me, what Josh Whedon does better than anybody else is, you know, he gets those characters talking to each other and yeah. connecting with each other. Um, but that's it, one of the things I liked most about the first Avengers movie was that yeah, the characters, so the, their banner and like their interaction was just so, it flowed so natural and it was just, it, to me, it was the best part of the movie was just their interactions with each other. Yeah. But, but editing goes a long way. So maybe he ha- can have some type of say in how the movie gets cut. And maybe that can influence the final product. The only bad thing about this is if, cause, cause we've seen from the previews that Zack Snyder has been trying to take, uh, input from the fans and, you know, maybe write the ship into something that we can appreciate and love. And it would be so horrible in my opinion if that Zack's actual vision for this movie turns out to be something fantastic and then Whedon gets all the credit, you know? That would, uh, that would be I, bad. I don't see that happening. He's had plenty of chances to. <laughs> yeah, true, true. To, to do things right and he hasn't yet. I just, I. Yeah. Yeah. I have no, like if he just sticks to his vision, I still have low expectations to this movie. Hopefully he can find some way to put his mark on it and, you know, make it something interesting because I like, I have, I mean, 
all respect to Zack Snyder and his family. Like, I have no faith that I wasn't even interested in this movie because I just have no faith in him as a director. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a very uh, uh, sentiment. That's a sentiment that a lot of people have, man. So you're not along in that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just um, hearts and minds to his family, and we'll see how the movie turns out. Yeah. So man, uh, are you ready for that Game of Thrones, man? They made us wait like a year and a half this time. <laughs> Dude, like, I'm so ready for this. It's not even funny. Like, I'm so ready. Yes. Yeah, man. Uh, have, did you see the picture of the dragon? That's the size yeah. of a, a small town. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the books is the, as a, the dragons get older, they get bigger. Um, so I mean, it's, they're staying true to the books in that respect, at least. So, yeah. I'm excited. Well, you know, I thought the dragons kind of looked funny uh, a bit in the last. It might have been even two seasons ago when um, Daenerys was in the Coliseum and she like got on the back of, I guess it was Drogo and flew yeah. off. Uh, man, I can't imagine the dragon being like three times that size or four times that size. <laughs> it would be freaking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's um I'm glad they're you know they cut the season in half but they they retain the budget from last season. So oh. it's like they're using twice as much money on each episode. Nice. So um I think that's really At first I was mad that the episode count was shorter, but when I learned that they're actually going to put more money into each episode, I, I'm really excited to see what they're going to come up with. I think it's going to be a fantastic season. Yeah, 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 man. I, I can't wait and I probably need to get caught up and try to uh when i get caught up to try to refresh my memory yeah because i mean honestly i love short seasons i'm all down for short seasons 10 you know 10 to 13 episode seasons unlike our american 22 to 24 but yeah. but the bad thing about that is you have to wait like what nine Forever. months before, <laughs> before you see something new again Netflix is the worst, man, because they release them all in one day. You binge watch them over a weekend, <laughs> and it's like, dang, I gotta wait a whole year to watch this again. Oh man, it was the worst with uh with um Black Mirror. I like watched all that in one day, and oh was, really? Yeah, <laughs> it was like the first half of the season. I was like, oh man, I gotta wait. Like, I don't even. They ain't even announced when it's coming out yet. <sighs> oh man. <laughs> but anyway, really big dragons. So, any predictions for season seven? Well, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of out and open because the last season actually exceeded the books in chronologically. So, you know, I'm t- trying to think of some things like the whole thing with Arya and the the meat pie and um, oh, Wal- so Walter Fr- was it Walter Frey? Yeah, Walter Frey. Yeah. Um, he um, like n- like none of that was in the book. So, I mean, they're in they're in uncharted ter- territory right now. It's um really really interesting to see. It's gonna be interesting to see where they go, especially with like like I'm just wondering how because like it seems to me like the three major characters here: Tyrion, um, Daenerys, and uh, Jon Snow. So like yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see which Daenerys and Tyrion are already kind of like rolling together. So I I'm just interested to see how that first interaction with Jon Snow is gonna yeah. go. I I definitely feel like Littlefinger is gonna be the wild card of this season. Uh, I just feel like kind of, uh, him, he has a, a, um, a role to play that we're not quite sure is going to be yet. Cause he's, he's kind of a, uh, a, a guy that does his own thing. <laughs> yeah. 
I I just have this this feeling that like uh, Sansa is going to end up like cutting his throat or something. I really <laughs> like, hope so because man, like, he's I, manipulative. She, you, you know what? <laughs> yeah, he put her through the ringer, man. Like all that bad stuff that happened to her, pretty much all of it is just because of him. You know? Yeah. yeah. Either directly or indirectly, all his actions. You know, just. Ugh. And he tries I'm so, to play I'm the so good ready guy. for. <laughs> I'm so ready for him to get offed. Like, uh yeah, yeah. Oh, little finger. <laughs> so, what's this about injustice? So, uh, I just read this story, but uh, just first off, uh, at the Southern Geek Fest this weekend, um, there was a GameStop uh, booth or table where they had Injustice Two set up, and I did not play Injustice One at all. Um, but I knew it was kind of loosely based off. Uh, I think the guys who made the last Mortal Kombat made it, so it's yeah. So I guess it was kind of based on that move set and play style or whatever. And man, I did not play it, but I just had fun watching this game because let me tell you, if you think the supers in Street Fighter Five are awesome, you need to see the supers in this game. They are freaking amazing. Um, you know, we have these super heroes that are doing these supers and and again, like uh from Flash to Superman. These uh, supers are kind of based off of their superpowers and they're showing these unique aspects and angles of them uh, <laughs> doing these final moves on their opponent. Um, this one in particular I loved is Superman's super. Haha. <laughs> and he kind of, um, you know, you're on this stage somewhere on the ground. And when he pulls off his stu- super, he takes his opponent, knocks him into the clouds and you like go to the edge of space or something, and then you like descend back to Earth. And this, <laughs> it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. I wish I'll post some video or put a link to the video in the, in the show notes. But oh wow, so Superman actually looks like Henry Cavill a little bit. They did kind of slightly make him look like him. But yeah, I mean, I I you know I kind of wish I had this game because I heard the story is really good. Because the story has something to do with Superman going crazy, uh, if you can imagine. I think that may have been in the first one. I'm not sure what it went with it in two. But anyway, all that to say this. In uh, two, you know, people thought their supers were just cutscenes, Like they pretty much are in Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently you can uh, ha- have button button input during the supers and you can like affect the damage more or if you're getting pummeled you can block during the supers so they're actually interactive like uh real-time event scenes that the fans just kind of figured out after a while of playing it so i thought that was really cool and kind of a difference from what we get in uh in, in street fighter so is it out yeah yeah it's out it's out it's out I think oh, okay. it's a couple of weeks maybe we might have to red box this it looks cool yeah, I definitely want to check it out, especially since we've been getting back into Street Fighter. You know, yeah, kind of fighting games have piqued my interest again. Yeah, this looks great, man. It's a beautiful game. Oh yeah, yeah, man. There's like a maybe a sixty inch screen. I'm not, I'm not sure if it was four K or not, but man, it it looks beautiful. Oh my gosh, <laughs> good deal. May have to do a stream review or something of that. Oh, for sure, for sure, man. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Good deal. And I know you're really looking forward to, or I guess you're saddened by this next news entry. Yeah, I just threw this in here. Um, 
So Red Dead uh, Redemption 2, which I played the first one, and I well, technically it might be the second one if you count the, the Red Dead Revolver thing, which I didn't play at all. But Red Dead Redemption, um, I love that game thoroughly. I played the crap out of it. So uh, is it more like a GTA or is is GTA in the Wild Wild West basically? Oh wow! <laughs> Except instead of robbing people, you're like doing cowboy missions, robbing people. I guess <laughs> stagecoaches, <laughs> hijacking trains. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, going into towns and and doing missions and stuff like that. It's really cool, man. It's really cool. I love that game with a passion. Um, it was right a, on. Go ahead. Oh, I just said right on, man. Cool. Yeah, it was the last uh, Rockstar game I played all the way through. Um, until jumping on Grand Theft Auto Five now. Um, yeah. So, so have you? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. We'll talk, I was just gonna say. Well, go ahead and keep talking about. It. I'll ask you after you get done talking no, about. No, it I, I was pretty much done. Just again, I love love the game. It had it had a poker game in it. it. It's just just a fantastic, fantastic game. I loved it, man. I loved it so much. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was just gonna ask you. Um, are have you played much of Five yet, or? Um, actually, I've gotten through the initial, um, the intro, uh, heist thing and the, uh, psychiatry se- session. And, <laughs> and I did a couple of missions with, I don't even know the character's name, the black guy, Franklin. Crazy friend. <laughs> yeah, Franklin. Yeah, Franklin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, uh, I guess the first, uh, uh, carjacking off Venice Beach or Muscle Beach or whatever. And, yeah, I did that mission. So I haven't played, gotten too deep. Are you still enjoying it, man? Oh yeah, man, very much. I think I'm close to the end of the story. Oh um, wow, so <laughs> you just started. I'm, look- <laughs> I'm looking. I'm just. I'm looking forward to um getting through the story and then just kind of doing some of my own heist. And even once you get, you know, once we can get online and play together, do some heist. Like I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, because there's just so much to do on the online version of the game. There's like all kinds of races and um. They have deathmatch missions and like there's just so much different stuff to do that you could pretty much spend all day on there. Yeah, so that lets me know it really grabbed you, man. You you spent that much time with it. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because of, because of the fun I've had with Grand Theft Auto Five, I'm really looking forward to this Red Dead Redemption game too. Now that you've told me it's pretty similar gameplay wise, and the other thing cool thing about Redemption Two is that it's going to be the first well first game built from the ground up for the PS4 and Xbox One. Hopefully later they release a PC port, so you know, kind of like they did with Grand Theft Auto, but we'll see. So, man, I have to ask you. Um, one of the things that immediately got me frustrated about uh, Grand Theft Auto Five is, ah, uh, man, what's what's the what's the Ubisoft game with the shooting? You said you hated, but I liked it. Um, crap. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, anyway, I'll think of it in a second. But anyway, let me go on and say that the actual shooting on this game, uh, I find to be horrid. But it's kind of like all the Grand Theft Auto, Auto games oh, are man. that bad. And the have you tried doing a drive by yet? No, I did it on. I've done it on probably three, but that's dude. It's ago. like it's like when you get in the car, like all of the shooting controls change. So like you got a whole left bumper to actually um pull out your gun and pull up the cursor, and then you have to move with the right stick and then shoot with the left with the right bumper while you're driving with your finger on the right trigger. Uh, like it's just it's it's yeah that's <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty archaic. But um, oh man, it's bad. 
<laughs> yeah, like I've been halfway tempted because I've been playing with it with my Xbox controller on the PC. I'm, I'm, I've been halfway tempted to start playing with mouse and keyboard just because of the shooting, just so I can get more precision on the shooting. Because yeah, you're right, it's not very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the shooting is horrible. But again, I mean, and honestly, and I hate to say it, but it's the same on uh Red Dead. <laughs> it's not, oh, really? It's not, it's not good. Um. Uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't know if it's like a PC calibration thing. Cause it seemed like when I played it on Xbox, it didn't feel that bad. So they probably have aim assist turned on on the console. There may be a way to turn it on in the menus. I need to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Because I, I mean, honestly, it did not feel nearly that bad when I played it uh, on the console. So, so maybe that's something we can look into, but it, it feels, it feels horrible. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I like it. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah, we'll have to get on together. So, um, is there anything else you're looking forward to this coming out or? Uh, no, I man, I think that's pretty much it. Um, again, guys, we we're just trying to kind of doing a new show today. So, um, no main topics, but we're going to have something for you guys next week. So is there yeah. anything else you want to talk about real quick or? Um, well, uh, I guess kind of. So I got my Ryzen processor last week. Uh, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't think we've had a cast since then. So, like, I sold my entire Intel i5-6600K computer. I kept my GTX 1080, but I sold all of the other stuff. And I ordered me a Ryzen system. Um And so I got really good with this Noctua fan that I have. I got really, really good overclocks on um the i5. And I got similar results with the uh Ryzen 5. 1600 so it's a six core 12 thread processor and it's by default it comes it ships clocked at 3.2 gigahertz um with the noctua nhu12s fan that i have heatsink fan um i think i feel like i kind of want a silicon lottery because like most of the people that i've read have only been able to clock these processors stable to like um 3.7 3.8 3.9 ish Uh and um and they're running to keep that overclock stable stable they're running the cpu at like 1.45 volts which is pretty high Mm -hmm. um and i was actually able to get mine up to 4.2 gigahertz which is entire gigahertz jump wow from from 3.2 and i'm only running it at one at 1.35 volts which is like Right in the, um, the safety net zone where you're not like pushing it too hard. Like if you pull a voltage up too high, um, you can start degrading your processor. So like when people, when I was reading that people were running at like 1.45 volts, I was like, Oh my God, they're going to fry their processor. But <laughs> I, f- I feel like I really, really lucked out because my results are definitely not typical from what I've been reading. I, I haven't read anywhere of anybody getting a 1600 up to 4.2 gigahertz. So, so. So we kind of proud of that. So we kind of know when these, these processors come off the assembly line, they are rated at that point and they kind of put them in a category of, you know, um, in a certain range of what they can run at a stable, um, speed. Yeah. So are you finding that maybe you just got a, a really good one <laughs> or is, do you think I it's more like, your, uh, your heat sink and your setup? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, there's some, some of those CPUs, it doesn't matter, you can have water cooling and if it, you know, it's not going to get any higher than, you know, it's capable of getting. So I just, I feel like I really lucked out. Um, I actually still have a bunch of headroom. So like at load, this CPU at idle, it's 35 degrees Celsius, which is like ridiculously low. And at load, it never gets over 50 degrees Celsius. So like there's still a whole bunch of headroom there. And I tried going over 4.2 gigahertz. Um, 
I added a little voltage and um and my temp stayed good, but I just couldn't get it stable. And that seems to be the case. Um, these processors, even regardless of their temperature and their voltage, they tend to top out around four gigahertz. So, hmm. I mean, even even so, like I'm I'm still very very happy with it. It's it's running like the IPC isn't as great as the Intel processors, you know, clock for clock, but. It's still running great and I have six cores and it's really helping with like, like streaming. I don't lose any frames anymore. Like with the Intel processor, when I, whenever I turn streaming on, I was losing at least 10 frames a second. Oh wow. Like I'm, I'm not seeing any, any degradation from streaming. I registered Tech Petition a Twitch account. So I'm going to try to start streaming on Twitch because they have higher quality settings than Facebook does. So hopefully, you know, we can get some some more streams in but like yeah I'm, I'm really really excited um to see what this puppy can do cool beans man and and it's working well uh it's still stable and you know no really outstanding issues yeah I, I ran some stress tests on it um you know in 15 20 30 minute intervals and i didn't have any problems and i've been running at 4.2 gigahertz for about a week now and no problems. That's so, ridiculous, um, man. <laughs> the, 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 fun, the funny thing about the Ryzen stuff, though, like the 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 processors are pretty easy. I mean, you know, you have to tweak everything and be patient and tweak it, right? But yeah. the real the real frustrating part of the Ryzen and the the B three fifty and the X, I think it's three seventy like chipsets, is that for some reason. Uh, they're having real big issues with RAM compatibility. Um, so the first thing I did when I f- selected my motherboard is I went on the manufacturer's website and I found what RAM was compatible with that motherboard before I ordered it because a lot of people were just ordering RAM and then it wouldn't work. Uh-huh. Uh, so I did that and, you know, I had some trouble getting it to run at the rated speed. Uh, so it's, it's rated to run at 3200 megahertz. Um, or, uh, 3200, yeah, 3200 megahertz. And, um, for some reason, the highest I could get it is like 2933. I can't get it all the way up to 3200. I think I may need to just add some more voltage. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I'm kind of scary, scared of adding more voltage to the RAM just cause, I mean, I'm just happy I was able to get it up that high because for a yeah. while, for a couple of days, I was only running it at like 2133 because I couldn't, it, it, like, if I, if I upped the clock speed of the RAM without, uh, open the voltage, like my computer wouldn't even post. Like, oh it, man. Just, so, you know, they still have some issues to work out there and hopefully with a, a BIOS update or two, I can get, you know, the proper speed. But other than like the RAM problems, like everything else is good, man. Like I'm, I'm really enjoying the new system. Cool. Cool. That's awesome, dude. I know that was an earful. So. No, no, no. It was great. I, I loved hearing that. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to um doing some more streaming and uh I did you buy you said you bought um Phantom Pain, right? Yeah, I did. I did. Haven't got it installed. Bought it uh this morning actually. Yeah, I bought it. It was 8 bucks. I got it. Um I haven't even generated my key yet, but I guess we'll get <laughs> it. <neither>. I'll, <laughs> I'll get it installed on Steam because I I played um what was it? The, the Ground Zeroes, but I I've never played the actual game. Yeah, yeah, I think I played Ground Zeroes too, but never, you know, went got all the way through it. So yeah, it'll be interesting because this game has gotten so many rave reviews. Uh, so yeah. it's so funny because just like Grand Theft Auto Five when it first came out got many rave reviews, but we didn't pick it up at the time. <laughs> and yeah, 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 you know, game good games are always good to play no matter if you play them late or not. <laughs> exactly, couldn't agree more. 
So guys, uh, I guess that's it. Um, I'll just say that, uh, if you like Doctor Who and, uh, who wouldn't, of course, uh, uh head on over to discussingwho.com and check out, uh, the Discussing Who podcast where we're going in to each episode and reviewing it in excess of detail. So yeah, go there at discussingwho.com and check it out. Yeah, and I'll just say, um, I'm getting our Twitch channel started up, so hopefully we can start streaming on Twitch and maybe broadcasting it to other, other platforms because, like I said, Twitch has better quality, so we're gonna, I'm gonna do some trials on that this week, so keep an eye out for that, and, um, one thing I really wanna do, there's no, really no solid plan for it yet, is I wanna kinda maybe do like an IPTV tech show type thing, oh, so. Oh, cool. Keep cool. an eye out for that too, because you know I'm, I'm still kind of in the development stages of that. But it's something I've always, I've wanted to do for a long time. So hopefully we can get a plan together and get that going too. That's awesome, man. And I I definitely want to um uh you get you to use Restream, and and I want to actually just buy the pro account. It's like five ninety nine a month. But with that, you can stream to Twitch, uh, Facebook, oh, YouTube. Nice. You can, you can extreme, you can stream to a bunch of stuff at the same time. So, so maybe we can utilize that, uh, that tool. Yeah. Sweet. Sounds great, man. Looking forward to it. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, folks, um, thank you for listening to this in our, at least in our, on our accounts, very brief, uh, <laughs> Tech Edition podcast. Uh, you know, just look out for us. We'll have a new one out for you, hopefully in the next week. Uh, and have a good week. We'll see you later. All right, guys. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. I can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. Hey guys, don't miss an episode of the Tech Pedition podcast. For more information, go to techpedition.com slash subscribe. T-E-C-H-P-E-D-I-T-I-O-N dot com.